Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto Today for September the 1st. University mandates for boosters, for masks, they're incredibly complicated issues. I think there's less complication than there was a year ago, and yet I would have been on the other side of things a year ago. Last year, get vaccinated. Get that first shot. Get that second shot. We were doing those things so that we could enjoy life again. But Omicron changed the game. And a lot of the game that's been changed in 22 is still catching up with us. We're clashing people that are operating by summer 2020 rules versus where we're 31 months uh, after the pandemic started. And we're done with restrictions because we have the tools to fight most of what we've got around us. So we'll talk to Grant from University of Toronto. He's a graduate student about boosters, about mandates, um, and about uh, the specifics of what U of T is doing and other universities are doing. That's right here. I think this is a very busy uh, bar night if you're on a university campus. I still I had that dream last night, and they happen five times a year, where I haven't gone to classes. Like, And I don't know if it's first year, second year, what year it is. I, I really, I never thought I'd keep having these dreams. There's three nightmares that I have on a regular basis that don't involve sharks or snakes. And, and they are, I'm waiting tables. I'm waiting tables, by the way, in, in uh, London, Ontario, Joe Cools. And I'm just totally confused, which was par for the course. I'm not sure I was the best of, uh, of, of servers. The second uh, dream is, uh, is the news stinger. I'm doing a newscast like you just heard Dave Bradley do expertly and with esteem. And uh, and the news and then you nothing's coming out of your voice. You can't find the microphone. The stinger just keeps going over and over and over again, and you can't talk. And then there's nobody. I haven't been to class, <laughs> and uh, and I'm struggling to figure out either where the classes are or I'm like, wait a minute, I'm gonna get like like 28 is gonna be my mark in this course because of how how do I? And then you you want to go to the professor and explain that you want to drop the course like a month before the end, because you know you're flailing away. And there is that always that deadline. And, you know, I dropped a I dropped a course in first year and picked one up in intercession. But I remember dropping it right before the deadline. Just like it, it was agonizing and wrenching thinking, do I even tell my parents I did this and went from five courses to four courses? I did not. I didn't tell them till the summer. And then I needed money to go to intercession. A lot more complicated scenarios in uh, the school, in Ontario universities now. Um, Some of it will be fun. It will be a more normal year than last year and the year before. Of course it will. But there's still this struggle and a real push and pull with regard to mandates. Um, I guess it's not surprising to me to some extent. Last night, by the way, as a matter of fact, uh, Western's University Student Council um, opposed uh, had a motion to oppose the mask mandate and it failed to pass. 53% were opposed to opposing it. Okay. 47% were for opposing it. And a motion to oppose the vaccination mandate was brought forward. That failed as well. That said, now, but it's it splits 50-50, which I hate to see because it means there's a divided and, and kind of segregated student population. This was the fear of all this. Uh, the school that said, uh, criticized the university for a lack of transparency. And I can understand why. I, I, I just admire, I admire the fact they're putting forward these motions. I do. I admire what they're doing at U of T as well, which was the first school to come out and say, we must have a booster mandate if you're moving into residence. And there wasn't a lot of data given. There wasn't a lot of backing. There wasn't a lot of transparency in that process. Grant is a University of Toronto graduate student. He represents U of T's Students for Choice, and he joins me now on Toronto Today. Grant, it's great to have you on. Thanks very much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Greg. I appreciate it.
where are where are some of these scenarios right now? Um, can you can you dig in? Is there anything else you can do to advocate? Anything you can do to uh, you know to 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 voice your concerns about like like we said, it's one thing for students who want to get vaccinated or who want to get boosted. Many of them are already. It's just not giving students this choice. Thirty one months into this. Yeah, so we're in a bit of an awkward situation right now where we're actually still just waiting for our provost and vice provost to come out with uh, fall guidelines or fall updates. So last year at about this time, on the 26th of August, we had the vice provost and the provost come out with a fall planning update. So they let us know about uh, 2x dose requirement for all students, staff and faculty. Uh, but this year, we still have uh, no announcement as of yet. So we're still just in limbo wondering what the university is going to enforce, if they're going to have a, a general three-dose mandate for all student, staff, or faculty, or if they might even just go the Guelph direction and not have any sort of mandates whatsoever besides the residents. Right now, we're, we're still just kind of waiting around for them. And Grant, the concern has to be the timing of this and the stalling of this. There aren't many doctors that would advocate somebody just coming off uh, about with Omicron or a positive test to run out and four or five weeks later, go get a booster. And certainly they wouldn't recommend that for, for generally healthy 18, 19, 20 year olds. They wouldn't do that. For sure. And the other concern is too, uh, with students just coming from high school as well. So some of these students just due to the nature of the requirements last year might not even have one or two doses because that wasn't mandated for high schools at all whatsoever. So if you now have this requirement for U of T students to have three doses for everybody, anybody just coming from high school, you, you don't even have enough time uh, to safely get all three doses between now and when school starts. You know, it, uh, we start on the 8th, actually, just a week from today is when classes start. So as you're saying, there's there's definitely not enough time. Grant uh, is joining us on Toronto today. I, I Look, I, I think most of us had uh, a turn and realized that last year is not this year. Would your perspective last year have been, well, if I'm going to class, I want everybody to be vaccinated. I want professors to be vaccinated. I don't want to sit next to an unvaccinated classmate. W- would you have changed your mind? Has that opinion evolved or would you have always said, no, nah, I always think it should be a choice? How do you view it? I think uh, personally speaking, for me, it's always been a choice, but I think public, uh, public consensus rather this year has shifted a lot. Uh, so even if you look at the uptake for uh, my age group, uh, 20 to 39 in terms of booster vaccines, we're only about a, uh, at a 50 or 40% threshold. So I think there's a lot more wiggle room for debate there this year, whereas last year, uh, just about everybody was fully vaccinated. So it was kind of more viewed on the idea of, you know, uh, just, uh, we have more of a majority consensus, whereas this year, mm. as we're saying, even uh, as we're saying about Western Student Council, there's really a divide this time. So it's, it's almost about 50 percent either way this time. So it's uh, I think I think these situations evolved a lot from last year uh, in terms of general student population. Yeah. Yeah, I think, look, we've seen Omicron rip through Canada, rip through our populations, rip through our households, a younger age demographic uh, and, and specifically 18, 19, 20 year olds have done really, really well. The other factor is, Grant, if that third dose had a huge effect on limiting transmission, I almost yeah. could understand it. I almost could listen. But nobody, nobody can provide data for me, you, anybody else that shows that third dose will will limit infection and spread. And that's a big factor right there for me. For sure. And I think we we saw that last year, especially in December. You know, we had all these measures in place. So we did have uh, mandatory masks on campus. We did have mandatory two de- uh, doses for all students, staff and faculty. But even come December, we had 
actually uh, the, the biggest number of infections we've ever had since COVID started. So even since March 2020, the, the biggest spike or uh, number of infections we've ever seen was just in December 2021 with all these protections in place. So I'm inclined to agree with you as well. What are you hoping for the entire year? I mean, look, this isn't ideal um, and uh, and it's going to put some students in a pinch. And like you said, it's going to uh, I think it's going to discriminate against some. There's some parents that are going to forbid their 18 year olds coming right out of high school to get a third shot potentially or or a doctor might deem it's not medically uh, prudent to do so in the first couple months. But what kind of a of a post-secondary year are you hoping it is compared to the last two? Well, I think above all, we'd like to emphasize the word choice. So even our group is called U of T Students for Choice. And that's what we'd like above all, just the choice for all students, staff and faculty to mask if they like, mask if they don't want to, uh, get as many doses as you like or don't have any at all. We're not anti-mask, we're not anti-vaccine, anything like that. We just want everybody to have their own personal choice and their own agency. Uh, so I, I'd say above all, choice and agency. Hey, Grant, I hope we can stay in touch on this. Thanks for getting up. Uh, or I, I know how difficult when I was your age it was to get up at uh, 7, 14 a.m. So, you know, I, I do, although I had a couple 8 a.m. tutorials. That's probably why I have these nightmares about my marks in university even still. A couple 8 a.m. tutorials I wasn't exactly uh, perfect attendance for. Yeah, those are the worst. Agreed. <laughs> they're be- actually, they're better than night classes, to be honest. Then I took night classes second sure. year, and I'm like, you idiot. You're supposed to be having fun at night. What are you doing in a lecture hall uh, listening yeah. to World War II lectures uh, at 9 o'clock on a Thursday evening? So, you know, I could have, I'd like to go back like Rodney Dangerfield and do it all again. Thank you very much for the time today. I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, take care, Greg. Thanks you, for having me. You bet. There's uh, Grant. He's joining us uh, from U of T Students for Choice.